Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That's me along with Barry the Boater. Yes, we have a skeleton crew today. Uh, Mike and Patrick off gallivanting or probably boating. So it's just uh, Barry and I, but we brought out some big guns to assist on today's, uh, you know, navigation through the latest boating news and information. We uh, recruited someone from MPI, Marine Professionals Incorporated. Danny Murphy is with us. Danny, welcome to the World of Boating. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Uh, no worries. You know, we, we need the uh, we need the extra crew. So I hope you're not above, <laughs> you know, cleaning the heads or whatever they usually make me do as uh, first mate. So and and if you do have a problem, I'll uh, I'll con Barry into doing it. Right, Barry? As usual. Yes. Yeah. You're supposed to say yes, sir. No. No. Okay. You're the one that's cleaning the head today. Wrong. Anyway, uh, I I wanted to bring Danny on because MPI has been working with us here for a couple weeks now, and uh, I thought this would be a good time to talk about exactly what they do and what Danny does at the office and maybe in his spare time, uh, you know, boating. So, uh, Danny, first off, Marine Professionals Incorporated, based in Fort Lauderdale. So, what do you guys do exactly? Um, primarily, we, we uh, specialize in marine electronics, uh, audio video systems, internet, telecommunications um, on motor yachts. Prime, you know, are usually forty to ninety feet is the area we're on. Um, okay. And just yeah, help make- people out that if they got to get some uh, electronics put in their vessel, whether it's uh, what navionics or navionics. I don't know what what's the proper way to say it. You're the pro. Like it was no, just navigation, navigation, navigation. There you go. Uh, That's one way to get yeah. around it. But, uh, or, or in entertainment systems too, like music and uh, sound systems for your vessel. Right. Right. Yeah. Music so, is a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. just kind of catering off of internet for the use. Everybody's used to streaming music and that's what we do most with audio video is, is, Listening to streaming music is a big thing. Gotcha. Well, or maybe the world of boating radio show. I mean, exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that'll attract any boat fluff, but it'll at least uh, you'll be more informed uh, boater if you listen to our nonsense every week. But uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, those type of systems can be very difficult for the uh, boat owner because, you, you, you know, you want it uh, done right the first time. And sometimes there's so many wires and that kind of thing. And you're talking about cutting into the console possibly to put this stuff in. It, it's a lot uh, more difficult than it seems some, sometimes. Is that right? Is that what you encounter from a lot of boaters? Or what do you think? Uh, that is right. I, uh, we do run into the scenario sometimes customers will buy equipment and give it a go on their own and get halfway through and realize that they're in over their head. Yeah. Uh, we spend a lot of time with the customer in the beginning, figuring out where wires are going to be, um, prep the boat, because we do pull the boats apart to do all the work. And uh, usually it's not something you really want to see in the middle because there's a lot going on. But, uh, you know, we've done it for so many years, you know exactly what wires to run where and Protect everything when you're cutting consoles, like you said, and, and get it installed so it looks like we were never there and we're done. 
Gotcha. Um, a lot of that isn't seen during the job, you know? <laughs> yes, of course. Hey, they're doing the dirty work and, and the stuff right. that you don't want to. I mean, because, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, you want it to work when you turn it on. And, and you know, it's if you're a Mr. Fix-It and a do, you know, D, DYI kind of guy, I mean, maybe. I mean, Barry's kind of falls in that category. But, I don't know, when you get into the bigger boats, like the 40-plus, you say, is is uh, really what you guys really, you know, excel in? or you, Yeah, yeah. that's kind of right where we are, 40 and up. You know, like I said, about now 90. If we go bigger, we do go smaller, but that's yeah. our typical customer. All right, so you won't discriminate uh, against uh, Barry and his 17-foot triumph. <laughs> oh, absolutely, will they will. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so how does the process work exactly? Do you, uh, like someone like Barry, okay, you know, yeah, he doesn't have a 40-foot, you know, plus vessel. I stretched it. Yeah, but he could definitely <laughs> use an upgrade in the sound system uh, department. And, uh, you know, he, I don't know, he, he could possibly do some of that himself. Uh, do you let people like, you know, do a certain, you know, element themselves and then come in and, and finish off the job, right? Or you like to take it from right from the get go or how does that work exactly? Uh, Typically, we're starting from the beginning. Um, yeah. We do get a lot of customers like Barry that calls in, and you probably know exactly what you want. You know, maybe you're familiar with the product. Uh, that makes it easier. Um, Are you sure about know, that? I would think it'd make it. You know, we're not. Hey, look, in Barry's case, I think it would make way more difficult. No, because <laughs> no, he would, I, Well, I come on. You I would start Barry. in the wrong direction. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's the whole point. Is that's the reason why you would hire them? Is because if you start in the wrong direction, sometimes it's difficult to clean up the mess and to straighten it all well, out. Of course, right? Yeah, but Barry, uh, you, you would like MacGyver it, and uh, you'd be sitting there with the clippers, you know, getting ready to cut the red wire. No, and then, I, I and, and Danny would come in from MPI like, no, you're going to make not it blow. the red wire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that that kind of, I mean, does that happen? Uh, Danny, do you, encor- you know, encounter some of that kind of stuff sometimes? You got to keep the uh, boat owners in, in check and make sure they're not it, doing it something. It does happen. And, I mean, with us, it's not necessarily the boat owners. A lot of times it's somebody else that was on the boat beforehand. Uh, yeah. Maybe less expensive at first. They tried to go with, um, it, but we spend a lot of time uh, with the customer on the phone, getting to know what they want. Mm-hmm. And um, usually if, you know, Barry might be on a lot of forums reading about new products or something, and we've already run through most of them. You know, right. like, a big thing is people like that they think they know the router they want in their house. We know which ones work on boats that don't have to have internet that work best right. with Sonos and other devices. Ah. So we kind of narrow it down and mm-hmm. hope that they take our expertise into account when they're making the final decision. Uh, it makes it easier for us in the long run, especially being familiar with the product rather than learning one while we're installing it. Well, of course. So. Yeah. MPI, Marine Professionals Incorporated. Danny Murphy is our guest. And and you've been doing this for how long now, Danny? It's been a few years, uh, right? I've been with the company coming up on 11 years. Okay. MPI has been around for almost 26 years. So we've right. been doing it a while. <laughs> and you work with all the big manufacturers. So you, like you said, you've been there, done that. And that's right. why you guys are Marine Professionals Incorporated. I mean, it makes sense. The name says it all. And uh, when you you get something like this, you want it, you know, uh, installed right the first time, and that's what you kind of uh, head off those potential uh, problems uh, when you're trying to upgrade and that kind of thing, right? That's the idea. Yeah, that's that's right. And you mentioned the big manufacturers. My my actual position now is I work with three overseas manufacturers. Wow. Uh, kind of build the systems. They sell the boat. I meet with the owners, put together the packages they want with the whole boat drawing schematics spec it out exactly how it should be and then we program it all and then the factory installs it 
And then when it's here, we commission it and run through it. And then we're kind of the face of those products moving forward. Uh, you know, so we're not dealing with warranties overseas or anything like that. Oh, I see. So okay. I really get to learn the boat and the wirings that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then so you can, uh, you, you, uh, get the call from the customer and then you consult with them like, okay, what are you trying to achieve? And it might say if it's a, you know, if it's just a navigation upgrade, you would say, well, we have this system, this system, and for your type of boat, that kind of thing. That's what you guys do. Exactly. Yeah. And, and if it's, if it's a used boat, it's nice to know what's on the boat because sometimes you can use, you know, existing sounders or not sounders, transducers or right. certain radars. You don't have to do a whole system. You know, to make yeah. it to upgrade it, a lot of devices now are upgradable through software. You know, you get a new chart plotter doesn't mean necessarily mean you got to redo the whole boat. Right, um, gotcha. So it's good to know what's there before we're you know working. Okay, well that makes sense, Barry. What do you think? And and I would I would think that using his experience with the equipment, he would know what equipment to stay away from and what is the best stuff out there at the time, the, the stuff with the least amount of hassle that doesn't break down that often right. and is easy to work with, right? Yeah. Well, potentially, that is right. it, it would also save you money uh, because you, you In guys- In the have, long run, yes. Yeah, yeah because you, you guys have been there, done that, and you don't want to repeat uh, you know the mistakes a lot of first-timers uh, make- <laughs> And that kind of, and I, I would imagine you said sometimes you were called in to kind of clean up the mess from somebody who tried to do it themselves or had a buddy or something like that. That is fairly common, I guess. It's not. It's not happening every day, but it does yeah. definitely does happen. Right. And like I mentioned, products that we're not familiar with. You know, we're a dealer for basically all the products we sell, so we know them. But we can also honor warranties. Excellent. You know, moving forward and. and help the product you know down the road yeah well that makes sense all right well let's find out what danny uh does in his own boating life next right here on the world of boating stay close you're listening to the world of boating radio network Ahoy, sailors and sea-loving scalawags. Do you feel lost at sea when your boat needs an upgrade? And does installing electronics make you want to walk the plank? Well, shiver me timbers and fear not, because MPI, Marine Professionals Incorporated, has come to the rescue. MPI is ready to steer your boat into the digital age. That's right, mates. The installation gurus at MPI can install the latest navigation gizmos. MPI installs all the major manufacturers of state-of-the-art entertainment systems. Arr, we've got speakers that'll make Davy Jones dance. And screens so sharp, you'll think you're watching Pirates of the Caribbean in 3D. So, if you're ready to sail the digital seas in style and party like a true buccaneer, call me mates at MPI, 954-763-4161. Or request your free consultation now at marineprofessionals.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast oh my god brian this ship it's it's unbelievable it's even more magnificent than i imagined wrote a note to be back in a minute Bought a boat and I sailed off in it Don't think anybody's gonna miss me anyway I know this thing's gonna sink, but I'm having a good time Come on in the water's nice, find yourself a little slice Grab a backpack and lines you never know until you try There! Jump onto that mooring rope! When you lose yourself We have to get on that ship! You find the key to paradise this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, and our guest from Marine Professionals Incorporated, MPI, Danny Murphy. He's one of their installers, managers there at the offices uh, down in Fort Lauderdale. And if you need an upgrade for your sound system on your boat, if you need some new uh, navigation software or uh, hardware installed, these are the guys to call. And you guys will go to the boat wherever they are. You know, you're based in Fort Lauderdale, but you'll travel. I uh, just got to call them and ask, what's up, right? Is that how it works, Danny? We do travel. Uh, we, we drive pretty far around Florida. We also have a plane, so we'll find in the Bahamas or oh, wherever you are, really. Sweet. So, you got a yeah. plane, too. How about that? Yeah. I like that. And, uh, yeah, they're your one-stop sh- uh, shop for, you know, all these different manufacturers, all the la- latest ga- gizmos and gadgets that uh, you can imagine. And, uh, and, and by the way, the whole process, say if – if Barry wanted to get an upgrade, uh, or I mean, I, actually, do you even have a sound system on your uh, on your boat, Barry? You probably yeah. I have a, I have a fusion radio and a couple of speakers, like an AM AM radio. <laughs> no fusion. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have a Marconi. Right, that's what I was expecting. <laughs> I to listen hear. to the Morse yeah. code. Yes, a Marconi and a sextant. And that's, there you go. He needs an upgrade there, Danny. So if he called you up, I mean, the process, like, you know, he just has a 17-foot Triumph, so it wouldn't be, like, heavy-duty hardware and stuff. But what, what would you say the process, once they call the offices there at MPI, what, take a week or two, depending on how you guys, how busy you are at uh, any particular time, or what? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, this time of year is our slow, slow part of the year, and we're still... Yep. Yeah, eight to ten days out, but you know, a job like if you wanted to replace some speakers and a radio on your seventeen foot triumph, we could probably squeeze you in one day and yes. <laughs> it'd be a quick job. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he needs let's, an upgrade. let's stretch That's that out to a forty seven foot triumph. Now we're talking. Well okay, yeah, so right. I don't and think I just they, bought it. They don't do those type of upgrades, Barry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, wait. No, I'm not let, we're uh, stretching it out so that we can make it a more realistic uh, scenario. Oh, okay. So I just bought this brand new boat. It's basically empty except for an engine and a set of gauges. I want mm-hmm. electronics. I need a VHF. I need a chart or chart plotter, uh, radar possibly. Radars are always fun, mm-hmm. and of course music. 
Um, and you talked about telecommunications. How would that work out? Wow. So what would I do first? Call them. Well, you would call us, yeah. and you would talk to myself or a couple other guys here that, would, depending on the boat, we are probably pretty familiar with it. Um, if you're more comfortable, comfortable meeting on the boat, we'll meet you and just go over everything, locations, spec everything out, uh, give you some pricing, and go oh. forward. Uh, parts right now are pretty much ready, uh, readily available. We try not to keep too much inventory because things are changing so fast. Yeah. Uh, so, so that would be the, it. so there's a waiting period. That would be the case even on a new boat then. How he's describing, that's how it'd work. I hear, I'm, I'm thinking it'd be like a boat that you have and you want an upgrade, but if you wanted to buy a brand new boat, go to the manufacturer, say, I want this, you know, 40 foot, uh, Yatchet from, you know, Grand Banks or, you know, mm-hmm. or some other kind of vessel, you can actually work with the manufacturer to upgrade their uh, stuff like that, too? Or what do you think? Well, we do work with Grand Banks uh, once the boats are here, just with them locally. But I, I we work with three specific manufacturers for that. It's oh, okay. like what you're asking. I got you. All so. right. So mostly it's for people that need an upgrade or want to update their uh, navigation, that kind of stuff, right? Right. You just okay. bought the boat. It came bare bones. And, you know, yeah. like, like Barry's saying, then we come and put everything where it belongs. Right. Well, it was in the right place, exactly. Yeah, right. uh, Barry definitely needs an upgrade. Uh, even though it's only a seventeen footer, uh, Barry, don't don't sell yourself short. If you had a sound system in there that could like turn heads when you're out at the sandbar, that, you want to be that guy. You know, do you, do you not like eighteen years? Well, you, you want to be that eighteen year old kid. You know, no. and relive your child. Uh, you, yeah, okay. No, not in Miami, man. You start <laughs> turning that music up, people chase you around. Well, well exactly. That's the whole idea. Isn't it? You'd be the DJ <laughs> on the water, <laughs> uh, on the water rave from Barry the Boaters. Poor little battery would die. Okay. Well, uh, all right. So Danny uh, actually is a boater too, and uh, you were telling me before we had you on the show today that you have a Boston Whaler. What, what is it exactly? What do you have? The latest, uh, greatest stuff, boats, actually. But oh, okay. uh, my baby is my whaler. It's a thirteen foot. It's a nineteen sixty seven. Nice. I was canoeing around the neighborhood one time and saw it just kind of trash in somebody's backyard and knocked on his door and got it for basically nothing and rebuilt it. It looks brand new. So you have more than one wow. vessel. So uh, yeah, how many dude. boats do you have, you figure? Uh, five, Lost and count? five and a half. Really? <laughs> five and a half boats? Sweet. Right. Now, yeah. I would imagine being the position that you have at Marine Professionals Incorporated, they all have the latest and greatest things that you, any you know they're like tricked out to the nines. Is that right or what? I try to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's hard to keep up. Some yeah. of the stuff gets fairly expensive, but right. uh, yeah, they have most of the bells and whistles. Yeah, I would. Well, I yeah. mean, do they end up being like test vessels and that kind of thing? Uh, at least uh, on a personal. Yeah, does have a boat that that uh, it's not mine, but yeah, they have a lot yeah. of stuff to play with. So what's you the come out a lot of boat shows are there? Yeah. What what's the nicest uh, vessel you have? I mean, obviously, I have a twenty five speed craft. It's a seventy six. Very similar hold of a contender. Um, they they used to be built in Miami. Sweet. Uh, so same thing. I found it. So what do you like to up. do on your boats down there in South Florida? Are you a fisherman? Uh, fishing sandbar. Um, I do. I do have a family lake house in the middle of the state, so we do a lot of skiing. Oh, okay. Um, nice. So do, do you have one of those boats where you go out at the sandbar and you are the D- DJ that I was trying to push Barry into? <laughs> well, if, if you're in Miami, you need a lot more than what I have to compete. They're yeah, I was going to say, yeah. yeah, the competition's pretty steep there. But, right. yeah, you want to be able to at least entertain the folks on your vessel uh, with a nice right. sound system. And I'm sure uh, you're well, more than it become, capable. Well, it becomes a shootout on the sandbar. What? No. It really – no, I'm, I'm talking – well – 
<laughs> they can't. But I'm talking about a shootout. I'm talking about who has the loudest stereo. Well, exactly. System. Right. You'll have one come in with four speakers up on a big uh, beam over the, you know. Mm-hmm. The, big speaker deck and then you'll uh-huh. have another one coming in with the big bass speakers and they're both playing right. different music well exactly uh, barry uh, cruises in on his 17 footer playing lawrence welk and, that's right uh, crap like that <laughs> and, uh, oftentimes i say if we could just get them all to sync because they're all fighting each other you can't hear anything exactly okay. if, if they could do that but then you'd have to be on a radio or something like that well maybe right. yeah well, if you mentioned fusion the, the new fusion you can connect multi, you can connect six or seven radios together really you can yeah, link them uh, through Wi-Fi. Yeah. Wow! So, oh. so you can have more than one boat. Uh, actually, set up a separate boat as a like another speaker array type. Of you thing. would make one boat with the main fusions. Yeah. be the distribute the Wi-Fi, and everybody else is just the client to that. Wow! I didn't know that they is did. that, that, that is would be amazing. pretty wild. So, is that you unique to uh, Fusion, or is that uh, something all the manufacturers are you know getting? No, on board that's, with? that's unique to Fusion. The idea behind it is for bigger boats to have multiple rooms, multiple radios. Yeah. Uh, but I have a few friends that all have the have the fusions on our boats when we're together. Yeah, we, yeah. we sync them together. It works the same way. How about that? Yeah, they can raft wow. up and have a exactly I mean, literally an on the water uh, rave speakers. It'd be a surround sound speaker. That's system. pretty awesome. Exactly. Oh wow! Well, see, you learn stuff every day here on the World of Loading. Thanks to our friends at MPI, Danny. Thanks for being on. We appreciate the update, my friend. Thank you for having me. Marineprofessionals.com. Check them out. We got more coming up on the World of Boating. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Here in New York City, the big boat show is going on, and if you are a boat lover, you better have a lot of cash. While we try to stay afloat, if you would, Lord. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Barry the Boater rounding out this skeleton crew today because we don't have Patrick or, you know, Mike the Mariner to help out. Uh, but we have recruited some big guns to assist. And we got to thank, uh, you know, we got to thank our buddy from MPI there earlier. But now we brought in Bob Bitchin, of all people, from Latitudes and Attitudes or Lats and Ats magazine. 
You know, uh, it's been a while since we've had Bob on, but we got him today. Bob, how are you, buddy? I'm bitching. How are you? Of course you are. <laughs> Always. Yeah, you know, last time I saw Bob out and about, it's usually, you know, at a boat show, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. God knows, uh, you know, he's always around. And, and uh, But it's been a while uh, that we've crossed paths. But the last time I ran into Bob, of all places, was in Germany at the boot show. And uh, we were staying at the same hotel. And uh, I'm checking in, and I look over, and I see him and his honey there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Bob. You know, we had to you know, go halfway around the world to, to meet up again. But uh, it's good to at least uh, connect today on the world of boating. So that was a fun thing. That was that was fun, and I'm looking forward to going back. Yes, that was quite an Actually, event. I'm going back in January. Yes, so. I'm flirting with the idea. I haven't decided if I'm going to head out there just yet, but we might. We might head over to Germany. It was a great time, and but it, it's odd when you go to events like that, and then you run into people that you've known for years that uh, yeah. you never you never see them other than when you're talking to them on uh, you know a radio show here and there. But uh, you know it is what it is. So it's good to to catch up with you because I know you've had a lot going on, especially over the last few years i mean lats and Ats, uh magazine is world renowned especially in the sailing community but even outside the sailing community i mean you guys kind of have made a you know quite uh, a wake uh in the industry over the years <laughs> oh you like that one did you barry yeah okay well all right uh he, he's our uh He's our unofficial laugh track, uh, Bob. I, uh, I apologize for him. But regardless, uh, there has been some changes with Lats and Ats, but it still kind of looks the same. What, what can you tell us exactly? Well, um, a little over a year ago, I found a sucker. Uh, I mean, a buyer. Um, right. And uh, after 27 years, sold the magazine. Yeah. I started it after we came back from sailing around the world for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was back in 97. Um, sailing around and, the world on uh, the lost soul, right? Yep, yeah, yep. yeah, the lost soul. Yeah, so, little baby, sixty-eight foot catch, forty-two yep. tons. Uh, well, I liked it because it didn't go over the waves; it went through them. Okay, well, <laughs> it does that kind of thing. Where is that boat these days? By the way, do you even know? It's, uh, actually, it's with the Boys and Girls Club in Sausalito, California. How about that? Uh, okay. As a training vessel. Cool, cool. So. But but you found a buyer. They they took over the magazine, so basically they handle all the headaches, and you don't have to do any of that. But you still are part of the magazine as what like a contributor, Merrick Ted. No, I'm, 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 I'm con- I, on the masthead. They're showing me as um, uh, um, big Kahuna. Uh, no, publisher Poobah. emeritus. That's it. I'm publisher emeritus. Okay, there we go. Ooh, that, what that, that sounds does good. Is it gets my name yeah. in the masthead, but no check at the end of the month. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well. You still get the fame, uh, just not yeah, the fortune. Yeah. And I still I gotcha. get the right for it. So yeah, you know, yeah, we well, haven't gotten fame or fortune with our little shtick, but whatever. <laughs> it's a different. Uh, well, you issue. know, I'm, I also I'm in I'm in competition with you. I do a radio show too. Well, I, I know you do a few things uh, online, podcasting, and and you've had video things. I mean, what is the latest? What are you doing these days? Okay, so so pirate radio, yeah, uh, which is an internet network, right? Um, I I do a one hour show every Saturday, yeah. Um, and it usually starts off with a telling a, t- a tale of high seas uh, adventure, and then playing my favorite music for the rest of the hour. Right, like uh, with people like Eric Stone, our buddy, and some of our yeah, uh, Stefan, uh, yeah. boat music uh, cohorts. That we uh, we you know, play a lot of their music on World of Boating in and out of commercial yeah, breaks. But well, you guys, you, know, you play the whole song. You actually yeah. well, give for, it full for credit, 27, right? for twenty seven for twenty seven years. We 
put on uh, cruisers' parties all over the world. Right. I mean, we've done it in in Greece, in 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 uh, Tonga, you name it, uh, New Zealand, mm-hmm. Australia, uh, the BVIs. We 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 throw these parties for cruisers. Yep. And and at the boat shows, that was the big thing. That yeah, was the I, I'd been to a few, and I blocked out a few of them for legal reasons. But well, yeah, free beer, free pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, how can you go wrong? Good times. But, uh, yeah, but now that's that's been cut down to just uh, uh, just the Annapolis show now. Hmm. Okay, and that's just what the new owners just uh, are focused on trying to make a yeah, uh, profitable yeah. I, magazine. I gave everything away. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never made a lot of money with that magazine, but I had a lot of fun. Yeah, well, a lot of hey, fun. Yeah, I, you know, it's legendary. Uh, like, like I said, and it's a very unique community. It's you know the sailing community, the 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 gas baggers. I, is that the right term? Is that yeah? yeah. Uh, they are the ones that uh, have a tendency to. I, I think they're very close knit, uh, a very close knit community compared to like boating in general. You think that's a fair assumption or what? Well, yeah, because when when you're when you're cruising, you you got to remember that the 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 world basically may be huge, but the coastlines are not so huge. Right? There's only so many coasts, mm-hmm. and so and there's only so many coasts in good weather between the twenties, between twenty north and twenty south. Yeah. So, if you you know, if if you sail around the world, you're going to be seeing the same people as you go around. Right. If you do it for like I did for ten years, you're going to keep running into them, different places. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it, it well, it's kind of like, like us when we uh, saw each other there in Germany. That that's like an exactly. everyday occurrence for you out on the water, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's family. It's family. Right. I yeah. agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, I just got a a San Juan twenty eight, um, and new to me. It's a 1979. Yeah, but we're putting it in Lake Oroville, which is right at the bottom of our hill here, because we live on the Bitchin Ranch now is. 40 acres on the top of a hill looking over Lake Oroville with the Middle Fork and the North Fork. And well, okay, where is that? I don't even know what state we're talking about. Oh, that's in downtown, beautiful, beautiful downtown Berry Creek. Berry Creek state. <laughs> I need a state. Okay, so let's, let's, let's go to the next biggest town from here, 20 miles away, is, is Oroville. Oroville. Oroville, like the TV show. <laughs> 20 miles from there is Chico. Okay. And then 60 miles is Sacramento. All right, did you? Okay, now. Oh, okay. California. Uh, yeah, out there Californication. That's All where right, we are. gotcha. Yeah. I, I figured it. I should have known that. I don't know. Yeah, we're Californication. He's All always right. been in California, haven't yes, you? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Except when I'm, but except well, when I'm sailing. That's, when, yeah. Exactly, when so. he's cruising around the world, you know. But, uh, but hey, uh, life is good if you're Bob Bitchin, sounds yeah. like. So, so you that's, got the uh, radio show thing that you do uh on pirate radio uh, online you can just google it and uh find it and you guys play a lot of cool uh boating well, songs just, and things and, and everything that i do is at bobbitchin.com okay well that because i've got a, i've got a youtube channel where i do um what i call attitudes yeah and they're they're videos um that when i had a tv show for 5 years and right. in that show every episode 65 episodes i ended it with one of my attitudes which is basically one of my editorials from the magazine gotcha but it was about what i found when i was out there after i cut the lines yeah what it's like out there so i have um i have 65 of those and right now 35 of them have already been put up on my youtube channel i love it and, and you know i mean but you've lived the life of probably you know 30 or 50 sailors 
I would say. And, and so when you te- you're sharing these stories on YouTube or on your uh, radio show and stuff like that, uh, how much of it is uh, totally true and how much of it is embellished? Because you don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, do you? Well, I don't. I'm a storyteller. So that's all we need truth, to know. <laughs> I'm not a truth sayer. Okay. Storyteller. He's a true sailor is what he's so trying when, to say. When it's an 80-foot wave, yeah. maybe it wasn't 80 feet. Uh, it was 100. It was yeah. the same as a fisherman. Okay. <laughs> or, or when Greg talks about all the lobster he caught. I limit yeah. out every time we go lobster hunting. Uh, on on scuba, the radio. On the mm-hmm. radio, exactly. All right, more with Bob Bitchin next on The World of Boating. Stay close. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. You have successfully navigated the Sea of Commerce. And now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Sir, this is amazing. Twice the size of my apartment. Oh, thank you. Well, first of all, I like that sure stuff, so keep it up. Second, come on, grab a beer. What are you waiting for? We're celebrating here. <laughs> Why do you invite the NSA, Stooge? Because she did good work on the train job and figured she wanted to see a cool boat. It's not a boat. It's a ship. Ew, you have a crush on her. What? You want to get naked and push your stuff together. No. We're all in the same boat. Fishing in the same hole. One where the same time goes. We're all in the same boat. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, and Bob Benson helping us out today as we uh, just catch up with an old friend who's been uh, he's been in the boating industry for, I don't know, do you even want to put a year on it at this point? I mean, it's been a while, Bob. Uh, well, it's not really possible because I'm yeah. only 40 years old. Well, of course. I've been boating for 43. Right. So. And I'm just like a year behind you. So, yeah. I'm, and you before know. that. It was yeah. motorcycles. So, uh, yeah, you know. I mean, this guy, if you, if you don't know Bob Bitchin, just Google his name. My God, it's crazy all the stuff you've done. But, uh, you know, Lats and Ads uh, Magazine, uh, our buddy did your theme song, uh, Eric Stone, uh, yeah. for the for the video uh, version of that but but the magazine which, which kind of put you on the on the map literally for for the boating world uh you know it was many many years ago but even before that you had a ton of stuff going on i mean how did it start how did you kind of stumble into that gig well it came out of the 60s with with my name and i don't remember what happened in the 60s or what <laughs> happened before the 60s neither do most people after that were the 60s through that. yeah um, actually I got a job uh, as a bouncer on Sunset Strip. Yeah. Whiskey Go-Go. Really? At a place called Filthy McNasty's. <laughs> wow. I love that. It happened nice. to be where um, Evil Knievel was hanging out. And wow. we started partying together one night. And when he was down for the Los Angeles jump. Yeah. And after a while, we were partying every night. And I got arrested. One- that was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, Wolfman Jack, Evil Knievel. And me and three girls from the Classic Cat, which is a strip club on Sunset Boulevard. Oh, God bless you. At 4 o'clock in the morning, they could, the police come into the bar. Yeah. 
you have to close it too. It's against the law to be there at four. Yeah. So they arrested the owner and me. Of course. They didn't arrest Knievel because he's Knievel. They didn't right. arrest Wolfman because he's Wolfman. Yeah. And they definitely, all they did was search the strippers. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> yeah. County search. Uh, all right. So but, anyway, so I, I, yeah. I worked for him for um, the Los Angeles jump in the Snake River Canyon. Mm. And then after he fell into the canyon, I had to get a job. Yeah. And um, everybody I met when I worked for Knievel was in publishing. Yeah. I mean, Effner, Guccione, Flint. They were all millionaires. Right. They all had beautiful women hanging around. Okay. All right. What did they have in common? They published a magazine. Mm. I had never even been in a magazine office before. Right. But I walked into my local in Redondo Beach, the local Redondo Beach newspaper, and I said, what do you charge to print a newspaper? And he gave me a price. Yeah. And I said, what do I have to do? And he gave me a piece of paper. And he used to do little boxes on it and said, say where you want the pictures, set your right. copy, and I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. So the first issue, $13,000, um, was completely you know done that way. And it was free circulation. It was a tabloid. Yeah. And it was distributed by the Outlaw Motorcycle Clubs in the country. So oh. so it was, an, it was a motorcycle newsletter. Yeah, it was called Biker News. Okay. And it was um, it was distributed by the Hells Angels, Banditos, Straight Satan, Satan Slaves, uh, <laughs> wow. you name it. Because at the time, they were trying to pass a federal helmet law regulation. Yeah. And we didn't want to have, we didn't want to go to jail for not wearing one. It's not that we didn't want to wear it. Yeah. It's we don't want to go to jail if we're not wearing it. Of course. Right. So yeah. On June 29th, 1979, we put on uh, a national helmet law protest. Okay. 100, um, uh, 100 cities, 350,000 outlaw bikers rode on their federal buildings all on June 29th, 1979. Wow. And you were that right there in the, the middle of that, covering that whole thing. You're an instigator. Uh, and, well, I was in charge. I was, I was, I was the national director of it. And, wow. Um, my first book, Brotherhood of Outlaws, yeah. was about that. Well, how, how did, uh, I mean, how did you end up uh, doing lats and that? So how did you transform into a that was boating easy. magazine? That was easy. Yep. So I was doing the biker magazine or biker newspaper. I sold it to Cycle News. Yeah. Worked there as an editor for a while. Then I, then I got hired by Chopper and Big Bike magazines. Took over as editor of those. Ended up owning those. Ended up selling those. Then created Biker Magazine, um, which became the second biggest selling motorcycle magazine in the country. Yeah. And then I started Tattoo Magazine in the 80s because I had <laughs> tattoos. Okay, yeah, I see. He has a few. And, um, yeah. So I started Tattoo Magazine, which became bigger than the Motorcycle Magazine. Wow. And then I have kind of a habit of, of starting magazines, running them for a while, and then selling them to my competition and going and playing. So <laughs> right. Biker and Tattoo, I went mm-hmm. to Joe Teresi, who owned Easy Rider and a couple other magazines. And I'd worked with him when he first started Easy Rider. Yeah. And I said, dude, you want a magazine or two? He said, yeah, I'll take them. He bought my magazines June 29th. That was uh, June 18th in 1986. Okay. 86. I started sailing down to Mexico, to Hawaii, wherever I wanted to go. Yeah. Then in 91, I kidnapped my bartender. That's Jody. (laughs) Yeah. And sailed off to Tahiti and ended up sailing around the world for the next few years. So so all that money you made from selling the initial magazines, you put it into sailing, and then you started Actually, sailing? I didn't get a lot of money, yes. But enough Very. to start cruising. So what steered you into the boating thing? Well, I don't know if you ever noticed this in life, but if you turn left going out of the door, 
instead of turning right, your life will change. Yeah. If every morning you walk out and go right, one day you go left, your life changes, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Or left. So I was doing Biker Magazine and Tattoo Magazine, and my editor, his name was Degenerate Jim, um, <laughs> and I um, used to go out for lunch every day. So we usually go to Mama Rose's, get a burrito and a six-pack. Yeah. But um, this one day we decided to go to Captain Ahab's, which was down at the harbor, okay. because oh. they had better-looking waitresses. Ah, of course they, they did. Mama Rose's. Mm-hmm. And they had shrimp. So, probably or something like that right so we had a nice yeah. um we had a nice lunch and then we went out the side door instead of the front door and we happened to be standing on a dock yeah and there in front of me was a guy on a cal 28 putting a for sale sign on it hmm. and i had just done a a business deal right you had the cash laying I was, around i was a biker back then so right a different kind of business yeah um and i had a lot of cash in my pocket mm-hmm. and i said what do you want for that and he said ten thousand and I said, take seven? No, I said, take five? He said, no, I'll take seven. I said, okay. And then he looked at me because I was wearing a cut-off T-shirt, my cut-off, my color, right. patch, boat. Do you actually have that money? <laughs> yeah. I mean. and, says, and I said, okay, I've got cash. Yeah. And, he, and he hesitated for a minute. And he says, let's go to my bank so I can give it to them. I don't want to take it here. It's like, right. give it to him and then rob him or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah. Back in the day. I mean, even today he looks a little intimidating with all the tattoos and yeah. he's very so anyway, pirate looking. So make, I can make only a long imagine. story short, yeah. which is absolutely impossible in my life. Um, <laughs> we, I, I got the boat and I said, okay, dude, you got to give me five lessons. And he says, I can't, I'm leaving in three days and that boat out at the end of the dock. Yeah. I said, well, give me three lessons. He said, I can give you two lessons. I said, okay, two lessons. Okay. They consisted of me hanging on to a winch as the boat was heeled over in this ungodly position, and I thought for sure I was going to die. Right. There was no doubt in my mind about it. Yeah. And and this guy was unhumanly. I mean, here the boat is, is over on this sickening angle, and he's just walking around, and, and he's, hey, grab that sheet. And I'm like, yeah. There's no bed around here. There's no sheep. <laughs> right. You didn't know you any were, of the lingo. You were uh, you were a greenhorn. He was a Greg, your first mate. Yeah, uh, I was kind a chartreuse of horn. I was I was beyond greenhorn. So you you, you, <laughs> you learned on a boat before. You learned and you started documenting uh, all this stuff. It led to the magazine Lats and Ats. That is history right there, my friends. And I think our uh, passengers have definitely been educated on a whole nother level today, thanks to Bob Bitchin. So uh, look him up, BobBitchin.com. Right, Bob? You got it. Remember, attitude is the difference between an ordeal and an adventure. And. If it's sailor motor, life is better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. Come back, bear! Come back here, you barnacle-bitten swab! World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. 
They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com. 